Hello, and welcome to another episode of This Black Love. I am your host, Jay Marie, and it's Friday, February the 4th. First off, I want to say happy Black History Month. Happy Black History Month, okay? (laughs) I am ready for the month. You know, get to know some history facts that we don't know or not that we don't know, but we don't talk about. But anyway, I want to thank each and every person for showing so much love and support to last week's episode. You guys know I drop a new episode each and every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I am on a roll because (laughs) I'm bringing them episodes. Hey, bringing them episodes. (laughs) Anyway, I'm sorry. Um, You can listen to my podcast on Anchor, which is where I record each and every episode or you can listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or anywhere you listen to your podcast. Just type in This Black Love. You should see my purple background with the uh, hearts. And you should be good to go from there. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right. So, you know, last year in February, I did... Uh, for February, the whole month, every each Friday in February, I did a new person in Black History, you know, for Black History Month. Um, talked about someone who we don't shine a whole bunch of light on. So I think I did like four of them. You can go back and look at it and see um, who I did them on. That was the title or whatever. But um, I know last time this year, you know. <sighs> You know, we had the passing of Cicely Tyson, which was an extraordinary actress in the world. Everyone knew who she was. So, yeah. But this year, I'm going to do something a little bit different. I'm just going to give you a quick Black history fact, and then I'll get into the topic for today. So, for the whole month of February, that's what I'll be doing. I'll be starting off with Black history facts of people who we don't really recognize or don't really talk about because you know we have the major hitters who we talk about each and every um, black history month especially in school they teach you the same people and i think we should just shine light on everybody and excuse me and it's not just from people in the past but also people in the present so yeah so for this week black history fact did you know that Mr. Lonnie Johnson invented the Nerf gun. Like, I was so blown away. Like, a black person invented the Nerf gun? Okay. Now, mind you, the Nerf gun is known all over the world. Yes, the Nerf gun that starts so many wars was invented by a black man. I love it. I'm here for it. I'm here for it, okay? I'm here for it. I just want y'all to let that sink in. Because I'm... (laughs) His name is Lonnie Johnson. And he invented the Nerf gun. Look it up, people. I lied to you not. It's just freaking amazing. But anyway, Mr. Johnson was born October 6, 1949 in Mobile, Alabama. And he is a American inventor, aerospace engineer... And you guessed it, an entrepreneur. You guys know I love my entrepreneurs out there. But anyway, yes, he's an entrepreneur. 
Mr. Johnson also invented the Super Soaker water gun in 1989. Now, I don't know if a lot of millennials know what a Super Soaker was. Cause I grew up in the in the uh, the late '80s, early '90s, and the super. If you ain't have a super soaker, what was you doing? Where was you, you? Was not winning the water gun fight if you didn't have a super soaker. Now I lost a lot of fights because I ain't had one at that time. But best believe I filled the waters up with balloons and was bombing people with the water balloons, whatever you want to call them. But yeah that's crazy but the uh super soaker is um, has been one of the world's best-selling toys to date just to let you guys know he went to tuskegee university where he graduated with a bachelor's and master's degree he is married and has four children he is still living today he has not passed away he is still living probably still inventing still you know being an entrepreneur you know working as an engineer so kudos to you mr lonnie johnson you the man honey grand okay i'm i'm still here for it i'm still believing that he created the nerf gun and the super soaker hello somebody now y'all don't come for me either because i heard about him yesterday on um the radio station and i was like oh wow little known facts so i had to look it up today and just in case you didn't know i wanted to pass it on okay boom there you go black history fact for today friday february 4th just know next week i'm gonna hit y'all with somebody different that you may not have no invented something that we use today okay <laughs> all right now let's get into the topic of today now it ain't nothing juicy it ain't nothing like oh my god nothing like that but it is something that I really wanted to talk about and I'm glad that I did my research I didn't want to just halfway give y'all anything I wanted to write it all out so you got like I have points and steps and everything to what I'm about to talk about now as you guys know I talk a lot about entrepreneurship and having your own business and, you know, ha- getting your business started. Like, where do you start from? Where's your starting point? Like, what is my starting point? Where am I going to go with my business? So today I want to talk about how to start an LLC. Now, mind you, there's different types of businesses that you can have, you know, but I know the most common one that everyone goes into or really looks into is the limited liability company, which is the abbreviation for LLC, limited liability company. Me personally, this is the route I want to go, but there's so many other avenues of business and ownership that you can look into to see which one best fits you. This one I wanted to do LLC because a lot of people have LLCs. A lot of people typically go for the LLC, which is fine. So I just wanna give you a little bit of pointers, some tips, what you can do, what you need to do, what you need to make sure you have, you know, ready to go. Now notice, not notice, but know that 
I am in the state of Maryland. So a lot of the regulations do stem from a Maryland's perspective. Throughout the information I am going to give you, just make sure that you check with your state and what your state allows, what it don't allows, the costs, because the costs may be different in another state than it is here where I am in Maryland. So just be mindful that the prices that I give out, <clears throat> some of the websites that I might give out is only Maryland based because that's where I live in the state of Maryland. So in the state of Maryland, we have totally <laughs> different regulations that we have to follow. So if you want to make sure that you're doing the right filing and the right things, just make sure you look it up for your state. Make sure you put in taxing for your state. Uh, cost, how much is it going to cost? Is it going to cost more in this state than it does here? Is it going to cost less? Whatever the situation or scenario may be, just make sure that you are looking through it for your state. I just wanted to make that clear because everything is Maryland based because that's the information that I looked up. And it would have been a lot to do. <laughs> it would have been a whole lot. This probably would have been needed to be done like 15 or 20 times. Or it's probably going to be a two-day show for all 50 states and what your regulations are and how much it costs and this, that, and the third. So that's why I wanted to get the preliminaries like that out of the way. So <clears throat> I don't know what it is. I drank some water, but this mucus got to go it got to go but anyway now how do I start an LLC like where do you begin step one is choosing a name for your LLC whatever you come up with that's the name of your business that's what you want your business to be now whatever you choose as the name of your business to be you must include the abbreviation LLC now remember this is only if you're choosing to um, form a business using an LLC so for instance your company name is ABCD so if your company name is ABCD it's going to be ABCD LLC or it could be ABCD limited liability company so you can do the abbreviations LLC or you can write out limited liability company but it has to be with your company's name I just wanted to give an example because if I say you have to include the abbreviation LLC or limited liability company with your company's name you probably would have been like huh but you know I mean, I, I was, so that's why I want to explain it. If I'm not explaining something right, y'all know how I feel. Please let me know. I'm not, I'm not ashamed or anything. If I say anything wrong, someone, you know, I need to be corrected. That's how I am. Okay. Now you want to make sure that the name you choose is not already in use. So, um, what they told, um, what they told the state of Maryland to do um, is, hold on, let me go <clears throat> back to the top. Uh, let me talk uh, to the website. Now it says 
Um, if you want to know if your actual um, name of your business is already in use or the name that you've chosen is already used, it says you can use the database of business names on the State Department of Assessments and Taxations or it's abbreviated SDAT. So you want to search the State Department of Assessments and Taxations just to make sure that the name you're choosing for your business is not already in use. That's why a lot of people have their name trademarked. <clears throat> Excuse me, so that other people cannot use that name so just be mindful of the names like I understand like you came up with this idea you never heard of anybody else having it before but just cross check it just to make sure um, that that name is not taken and if it is then you have to go back to the drawing board to figure out your, the name of your business unfortunately so it's like a first come first serve basis like you know some people are on the same brave brain wave frequency maybe i need to start speaking slow but anyway <laughs> you know some people may be on the same brain wave frequency so that's how that can happen where you thinking that you're coming up with this name of your business and really in all actuality someone else has that same exact name now step two what you want to do is select a resident agent now a resident agent is someone who will receive legal papers on your behalf of the business if the LLC must go to court so basically they're your legal partners so anything legal that you need done or like court filings anything like that they will receive that information and tell you how to proceed or how you want to proceed now that may cost you I don't know know how much it may cost you but it can cost you because remember having a legal resident could be like a legal counsel or a lawyer for your business and it's safe to have those and count those costs while you're doing your business because if something was to happen and you know they're using all this legal jargon because everybody's not lawyers and everybody doesn't you know have a fancy lawyer degree which you guys are doing a great job <laughs> you know you don't want to be caught off guard like what am I supposed to do just like like me I'm not in the lawyer field or legal field so all of it would be jargon to me so I would need someone to really explain everything let me know how things are going woo, woo, woo. and if you have to pay them to use them fine if they do it pro bono that's fine if not you just have to figure it out which way you want to go okay but like I said a resident agent is someone who will receive legal papers on your behalf of your business um, if you must go to court if you're getting sued or anything like that now the resident agent must be a citizen in your state and over the age of 18 so just anyone cannot be your resident agent make sure that they're over the age of 18 and make sure that they are current 
resident in your state. I'm sorry, not current resident, but a citizen in your state. So if they're not a citizen, you cannot use them. So you can't use your cousin who came across the border, who doing it over there where he from and trying to come here and do it over here. And he not a citizen or she's not a citizen yet. Make sure they have citizenship and you can use them, period. Okay, that's step two. So step one, you have to choose a name for your LLC. Make sure LLC or limited liability company is in the name of your company's name. Number two, select a resident. Make sure that they are citizen in your current state and over the age of 18. Now the third step is to complete the articles of organization and submit them. Okay. Now your article of your articles of organization must include the following. The name of the LLC, the purpose of the LLC, which basically is explaining what the business will be doing. Are you selling products and services? Are you, you know, working on cars? Are you selling books? Are you selling candles, cookies? Are you a bakery? Things like that. What's the purpose of your LLC? Also, the address of the LLC. Where is your business based? Is it based out of your home? You'll put your home address. If you already have a space, hey, this is the address. Make sure you put all of this information in the articles of organization. The name and address of the resident, hold on, I'm sorry. The name and address of the resident agent and it cannot be a P.O. box. So like I stated, if you're using a legal, if, if you're using legal representation, you need to have their name and their address. And they cannot be at a P.O. box, unfortunately. So yeah, <laughs> you need the signature of the person forming the LLC. You need the signature of the resident agent and a return address, which is basically your address. Or if you want all of that information to go to the business, goes to the business. So, yeah. Make sure that you have all of those things. And again, on the articles of organization, you need the name of the LLC, the purpose of it, the address of where the business is going to be based, the name and address of the resident agent, the signature of the person forming the LLC, the um, signature of the resident agent, and the return address. Okay? Now, those are the three steps in starting the ball, start, yeah, starting the ball to roll. So, you already picked out, let's say you've already got your LLC name, you already looked and seen that nobody has that, you've already got your resident agent, and you've already done all that you needed to do got the article the articles of organization you got all of that ready what do you do next now it's time to do the filing so you get the business rolling out there so you can have your stuff going now you could do it one or two ways you can do it by mail or you could do it online 
Now, if you do, if you file any, if you file by mail, it can take anywhere from four to six weeks to process the articles of organization if you're mailing them. And the cost will be $100. Now, mind you, this $100 is for the state of Maryland. I'm not sure with each other state how much it'll cost. But just know if you are doing this. I'm sorry. If you are doing this in the state of Maryland, I know it costs $100. Very simple. Now, to speed up the process, you can file online or in person for the same day service and pay an additional $50. So, if you want to file by mail or not even by mail, excuse me, in person, meaning going down to the office and submitting everything, your documents, everything, you're going to pay $150. So, that means you can go in do everything right there on the spot and everything will be done right in front of you for $150. If you want to wait and do the snail mail, which I don't trust, I'm just saying, it'll take about four to six weeks for the articles of operation to be, organization, excuse me, to be done. Just remember that. So um, next, you want to check in with your states for the hours of operation so that you can um, so you can know when you could go in person. So let me state that again. Um, Check your state for the hours of operation for where you go to file your articles of organization so that you'll know when you can go in person if you want to do in person and get it done for $150 just make sure you know the hours because I know some of them have a cutoff time I know for here in Maryland like the hours are from I think it's 8 30 to 4 30 and the cutoff time is 4 15 so if you don't make it in the door by 4 15 you can go on about your business because you have to wait till the next day so make that's why i say if you want to do it in person make sure you get the hours of operation so you'll know when the cutoff time is for your state because each state is different you know you want to make sure that you're on top of everything you're doing what you are supposed to be doing so just keep that in mind okay all right so if you want to file online now you can do that you have to know the website for your state I don't know the website for your current state that you're in I just know Maryland's website which is um, I'm sorry y'all give me a second I'm just like (laughs) all over the place with these notes because I have everything everything I'm telling you is written down so okay (laughs) I got it now alright so I don't know like I was saying I don't know the, the filing websites for each state maybe you'll replace Maryland with your state but it's for Marylanders, the website is https colon backslash backslash egov dot backslash business express. 
Again, the website where you can file online your articles of organization is https colon backslash backslash egov.maryland.gov backslash business express. If you want to file your articles of organization online, now the cost for that is $100 as well. Now, all online file documents are considered expedited and will be processed within seven business days. So you don't have to pay the extra money. It's just $100 if you file it online and within seven business days, meaning you're, oh, excuse me. <clears throat> oh, gosh, like, I don't understand what's going on. Every time I get on my podcast, <clears throat> mm. <clears throat> to record my voice want to go out but anyway my voice better get it together today tomorrow and the next day i don't got time for it anyway so like i was saying when you file online it's considered expedited and within seven business days so if you do it on a friday don't count saturday and sunday y'all okay if you do it on a friday and monday is a holiday don't count Saturday, Sunday, or Monday because it's not a business day. It's a holiday. So you got to explain that to some people because some people don't get it. They be like, oh my gosh, it's been seven days and where's my stuff? Where's my stuff? No, boo. Seven business days, meaning business hours. You know business hours. What they say, nine to five. Shoot, business hours is all day nowadays. You they, you know, they change so much. <laughs> but anyway, that's how you file. That's the cost and the time frame for when you file your articles of organization. So remember, if you do it by mail, it's going to take four to six weeks. If you do it in person, it's right then and there. And um, let me see because online it didn't tell me if you do it in person. Oh, okay. It says in order to receive service that same day. Let's see. Let me see. Mm-hmm. Be hand delivered documents in limited quantity received same day expedited. Okay, so it says it right here. Now, mind you, the website that I use was peoples law.org. Peoples with an S at the end dash law.org. This is where I got all my information from. Now, mind you, it's for the state of Maryland. Okay, but it says hand delivered documents in limited quantity received same day expedited service between 8.30 a.m. and 4.30 p.m. Monday through Friday. You must be in line no later than 4.15 p.m. in order to receive service that same day. So basically... When you do it by mail, you got four to six weeks. If you do it in person, it's expedited and it's the same day. That's how I took it. If I'm wrong, please let me know. 
okay and if it's done online it's still considered expedited but it will process within seven business days make sure you understand business days okay now let's talk about after you file after you file you're waiting for your stuff to come back and you know them to let you know okay your business is good to go it's an LLC it's you know good for your state please make sure that you file personal property returns each year for taxes this is how some people owe the IRS hella money they don't pay the taxes or they don't file their taxes at all now come on y'all we gotta do better we gotta stop having to owe the IRS let the IRS owe you some time okay anyway in Maryland where I am I'm not I don't know what each state is but in Maryland there is a filing fee of $300 but this is something that you should be doing each year you do not want to owe the owe taxes for your state or have your business be turned over to the state so if you in the state of Maryland if you're not paying the taxes or filing your taxes state taxes for your business you're going to either have to owe or your business is going to be turned over to the state so either kick out that $300 or owe or get your business taken by the state plain and simple now each state is different like I said so make sure that you know all the regulations for your state when it comes to submitting or filing your taxes for your business make sure let me say it again that you know all the regulations for your state when it comes to submitting or filing taxes for your business for your specific state make sure you know the law make sure you know what they're saying what you need to do how much it costs when you got to do it how you got to do it because you don't want your business to be snatched up from you i know i wouldn't now the personal property return is state specific that's why i say you got to know what you know for your state and there is no comparable federal filing just make sure if you're confused like i am because I'm not going to hide or sugarcoat anything. If you are a confused person like I am when it comes to taxes, baby. <laughs> yes, I had to go. I had to search my inner grandma. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, it, 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 it touched the soul. Because if you don't know, you don't know. And if taxes and money and everything like that when it deals with businesses and you know keeping books and things like that because everybody's not an accountant everybody is not a financial advisor everybody don't know numbers like that it's confusing so if you're someone like me who is confused make sure you speak to a tax professional because they're going to always make sure that you're always filing correctly Beware of scammers. Beware of people during tax time trying to take your money any and every way they can or setting you up to fail. It has happened to me, so that's why I'm telling you. you I don't want it to happen to you. 
granted I didn't have to owe but you know some things were put in wrong on my behalf and now I don't trust anybody I don't care if you H&R block I don't care if you got 355,000 degrees telling me you know what you're doing I don't trust nobody I'm gonna go with the computer I'm gonna go with TurboTax y'all already know TurboTax here we go Cause it's a step-by-step easy process for me and that way I know if anybody messes up my taxes it was me so that's that's just that's a whole nother story that's a whole nother that's a whole nother show and I don't wanna I don't wanna go into all that and get upset things like that no okay okay long as long as you know you need to do what you need to do when it comes to filing and taxing and everything because I'm gonna tell you something Uncle Sam gonna get his cut whether you like it or not no matter how you try to trick the system if you a good scammer hey good kudos to you baby because I'm not you know what I'm saying but one thing I do know whether you the best scammer out there, whether you the best con, um, con, con mm, can't even speak today, con artist that you are, baby, whether you know it or not, Uncle Sam gonna get his cut. That's one thing you're not gonna be able to get around, Uncle Sam. Because he, while you scheming, he's scamming. Okay? While you, um doing what you do he right there beside you you know what I'm saying while you being crooked he gonna keep you straight so one way or another Uncle Sam gonna get his cut even if you getting underpaid baby I mean not underpaid but paid under the table Sam Uncle Sam how you doing Sam he gonna get his cut so just know you think you getting away with it but it's gonna catch up to you I ain't putting nobody on blast I'm just saying me personally I'm always get caught that's just how life is for me yeah you know I be that one person who think they doing something and then boom I get caught like really really all these people done got away but y'all caught me little one me I just scam one time and I get caught that's why I'm not a scammer y'all because I'm always get caught I don't know what it is. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> I got way off topic just now. But anyway, let's get back to what you need for, not even what you need, but after you file your articles of organization. So remember, make sure you file personal property returns for each year. If you don't know for your state, please look it up. If you're not sure, speak to a tax professional they know what they're doing they will help you out all right now if you're starting a business with someone like if you're starting a business by yourself I don't think this is necessary but if you're starting a business and you have a partner or you had or you're starting with multiple people um Please make sure that you construct a written operating agreement. Let me say that again. Let me, let me, let me say it again. If you are starting a business with someone or a group of people, 
please make sure that you are getting or writing down or have a written operating agreement. Reason being is because it will help you with specific roles that each person plays in the company and the rules that members should follow. Let me tell you something. Having a written um, operating agreement is so important when you're starting a business with more than just yourself, only because things can go left. Everybody, when you start out this business, y'all on a high, y'all ready, y'all ready to go, y'all ready to do, y'all on it. But somewhere down the line, the money's flowing in, the business is picking up, things are looking up. And they can get greedy, they can get conniving, scheming. You don't know what a person will do until you're in that situation. And what you don't want is not to have nothing in in writing because if they go to court the court is not going to worry about what he said or what she said no sometimes they will a verbal agreement is submissible in court but if you don't have proof of that verbal agreement uh, it's kind of hard to prove but it's best to have it written out with signatures attached to that agreement so when they start acting up and acting out and you have to let them go remember what you signed remember what you signed remember what you signed up for now one thing i do know about the state of maryland don't know about y'all state but the state of maryland is an at will state Meaning, you could get fired for any reason, any time, any whatever, without no explanation. That's what an at-will state is. When I learned that about Maryland, I was like, oh, you got to be. (laughs) You got to be crazy. You got to be kidding me. Maryland's an at-will state, so if. I flip my hair the wrong way and the boss don't like it and he want to fire me because my my hair go down my back. <laughs> but anyway, if he don't like or she don't like the way I flip my hair, they could fire me and be like, we, we don't need your services no more. We, we don't need your services. Now, gr- about to say grimy. Now, mind you, <laughs> I mean, you have businesses out there that's like that, but a lot, even though Maryland is an at-will state, like, they do have cause to why they fire you. Like, a lot of people or a lot of companies do have reasons or justifications of why they fire people. They're not just letting people go because they flipped their hair wrong and or they don't like them or something like that. But because Maryland is an at-will state, you want to make sure your business is covered. You want to make sure that no one is coming after your baby that you birth. Yes, a business is a birthing process. This is a birthing process. You can birth your business. You started from a little small infant stage, meaning um, a small infant stage. You started in your basement or your kitchen, and then boom, it grew 
into a full adult you're operating in multiple states you're here you're there you got money just coming in everywhere yes having make get blah, 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 blah. Having a business is have, is another baby. It's another child that you have to nurture and you have to groom and you have to grow. Yes. Okay. Just remember that. But anywho, please make sure that you have a written operating agreement so each person can know their place. If you're starting a business by yourself, you don't need it because it's just you. Like when I start my business, it's just me. I don't need an operating agreement. Don't mean that I'll make I won't make one in the future if I decide to bring someone on, whatever the case may be. All right. Just get one to save yourself and your business partner, even for them as well. You know what I mean? All right, make sure you obtain a EIN. If you do not know what an EIN is, it's an employer identification number. And that's for your business. This is basically like a social security number for your business. It's, it's a person. Like I, th- I told y'all, having a business is, a, is, a, is like a baby. Because as soon as you birth that baby, boom, they slap that uh, social security number on them. Okay, this that person. That's what you want to do with your business. Boom, slap that EIN number on there real quick. This is how the IRS identifies your business. That's how they know, okay, this person over there has a business. Here's the EIN number. Now, I don't know how much EIN numbers cost to purchase or have for your business. Please look that up for your state. Now, you want to also open a bank. I cannot spell (laughs) y'all. I was going to say what I spelled, but yeah, okay. You also, lastly but not least, open a bank account for your LLC. Okay? Open a bank account for your LLC. You would not want um, all of your cash flow to just come from one banking. <clears throat> from, let's say, you have a checking and savings. You don't want all that money coming in your checking account because it'll flag your account. They'll think you're money laundering. They'll think that you're in a mob or they're, they'll, it'll raise suspicion to the bank. That's why it's important that you open a bank account with your LLC. You want to know the cash flow of your business. That's what you're opening a, a business account for. So basically, when you go to the bank and you have all of your documents, you have your EIN number, you have everything, um, go to the bank and open an account, a business account with your LLC. Um, you don't, like I said, you don't want to mix your personal money with your business money. You want to keep it separate because that way you don't want to flag your account. You don't want them to bring suspicion on what's going on. If you have to show like, okay, I'm using my bank account for this, they're going to tell you to take that money out of your personal and put it into a business account. A really good banker will tell you that as well. You will need an EIN number to open the bank account for your business. Just remember that, okay? All right. So just to reiterate everything, 
how you start to form your LLC. Choose a name for your LLC. Make sure LLC is in there somewhere. Select a resident agent. Make sure they are a citizen of your state and they're over the age of 18. Complete the articles of organization, which includes the name of the business, LLC, the purpose of it, the address where it be based, the name and address of your resident agent, signature from both the person forming the LLC and the signature from the resident agent and a returning address. Now, once you have all that together, you can send it one or two ways. I'm sorry, you could do it. You can file it one of three ways, actually. One is by mail, which can take anywhere to four to six weeks to process in person, which is an extra $50. So it'll be $150. If you do it just by mail, it's $100. If you do it in person, it's $150. It'll be expedited and you can get it the same day. You can do it online. It's $100. Um, but it'll be processed in seven business days. After you file, learn about the personal property return that you have to file each year for the state of Maryland. It'll be $300. Please check for your state. Now, if you are starting a business with someone or multiple people, make sure you have a written operating agreement. Make sure you obtain an EIN number for your business. That's how the IRS identifies your business. And lastly, make sure you open a bank account, a business account for your LLC. And you have to use your EIN number to open it. Whew. That was a lot, people. I hope that got your wheels turning. <clears throat> Excuse me. I hope that it was some great information. I hope that you'll be able to take this, go back, rewind, write notes, and you can start your business. For all my entrepreneurs out there, if you haven't started this process like myself, please don't judge me. But anyway, this is a start. This is a start right here, okay? Make sure if I said anything incorrectly or if you know that I should have mentioned something else, please don't hesitate to hit me up. Sound off, let me know, okay? Because I'll take that into consideration and put it out there for everyone to know the correct information, okay? All right, I think this was a great show. You got a black history fact and you got some information on how to start an LLC. I don't know what I'm going to do next week, okay? <laughs> but anyway, I want to thank each and every person for tuning in to another episode of This Black Love. Remember that I do drop a new episode each and every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Remember to share with any and everyone. As you all know, Thank you. I love you for all the support, all of your energies that I feel every time I know someone listened. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And um, as you guys know, sometimes I like to do shout outs at the end of an episode. And this week's shout out goes to every small business owner. Excuse me, let me say that again. This week's shout out goes to each and every small black business owner that is out there today doing your thing selling your products and your giving out your services to 
our people, your people, everyone. Continue to keep going. Don't give up. I know sometimes it get hard. I know sometimes people don't support like they should. But I just want you to keep on going, okay? Encourage you so you can encourage me and we can be in this together, okay? <laughs> All right. I thank you guys again for tuning in. I love you guys so much. Have a great and safe weekend. <clears throat> it's raining here where I'm at. I want to be in my bed somewhere, but it's all good. Okay. Have a great weekend. I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.